Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up. Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs. Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Recorded live. Well, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. We thank God for another Wednesday night Bible study. This is Personal Touch International Ministries, where our pastor is Pastor Apostle Tracy Robinson. And we just thank God for the Bible study. We just thank God for what God is doing, and we thank God for who he is. We thank God for our elders. We thank God for our pastor, Pastor Roosevelt Robinson. We just thank God for all of our saints on today, this wonderful day, truly, that the Lord has made. Again, this is Personal Touch International Ministries. This is our online Bible study. Every Wednesday at 8 o'clock we come online, and we just to come and share the Word of God with you. And tonight we're going to be talking about letting the Word of God order our thoughts. Our anchor scripture is going to be Proverbs 16, 1 through 3. And my prayer tonight is that the Father, in the name of Jesus, that our thoughts will be aligned with his thoughts. You know, that no matter how it looks or what the situation is or what people say, that we can keep our thoughts anchored in the Word of God and that we can see things the way God sees it, not the way our fears or our concerns uh, are talking to us. But I thank God for that. So, again, as I said, this is let the, our topic is let the Word of God order your thoughts. Our anchor scripture is Proverbs 16, 1 through 3. And it says, the preparations of the heart belong to man, but the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. All the ways of a man are pure in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs the spirits. And then it goes on to say, commit your works to the Lord, and your thoughts will be established. This lets us know that our thoughts will be established when we commit our works to the Lord. The only way our thoughts are going to be established is if we're able to commit our works to the Lord. So here's the thing. First of all, we have to keep in mind that what we think is not always correct. In other words, what we think is not always the way it is. You know, sometimes we, we can make a draw a conclusion or think a certain way. Just because we think something doesn't make it correct. You see, because what we think is based on our past experiences, what people have said or didn't say, our feelings or how we are taught, the society or environment, et cetera, et cetera, that we come from, we have to submit those thoughts to the Word of God. Our thoughts, you know, the Scripture tells us to think pure thoughts, but for some of uh, us, we don't think pure thoughts because of how we were raised, because of things that have happened to us in our lives. And just like we talk about bringing our bodies, uh, making our bodies a living sacrifice, we also have to include our thoughts in that process as well. We have to check or evaluate our thoughts with the principles found in the Word of God. We have to make sure that our thoughts are rooted in the Word of God. And if what we think about a situation is not rooted or directed by the Word of God, then we may need to challenge those thoughts. The mind or the thoughts of Christ are the only way that we can think properly. If our thoughts are not based or anchored in the Word of God, then we are not thinking properly. Uh, what we're thinking about a situation may not be correct. Our thoughts 
has to be, again, has to be rooted, guided by the Word of God. When we get thoughts that tell us we can't make it or it's hopeless, we have to say, wait a minute, okay? It may be true that things look bad right now, but the Word of God says all things will work together for my good. You see how that works? So we had those thoughts, that those words came in together, forming those thoughts, that's telling us that it's not going to work out, that it's over for us, you know, just giving us all these negative thoughts. Well, here's the thing, for a Christian, for a believer of God, it's never over. There's always a way out for us. So what happens is when we start having those negative thoughts, we have to understand that those thoughts are not God's thoughts. Those are not anchored. Those, those thoughts are coming from our flesh. And what is our, the flesh? Those thoughts and feelings and behaviors that are not in line with the Word of God. So when we have those kind of feelings, we have to kind of say, no, I'm going to reject these these thoughts, I'm sorry, and I'm going to begin to think what God says. I'm going to begin to say what God says about me. Thoughts, feelings, and behaviors go together. If we begin to, you know, start using God's word, the behavior, speaking God's word, then our feelings are going to change, then our thoughts are going to change. And we will be, we have to have the mind of Christ in order to think properly, okay? Um, the way a person acts or thinks can impact our thinking and feeling about a thing, but in everything we have to seek the mind of God. Wrong thinking will allow a root of bitterness or mistrust to take root in us, which is not good. Wrong thinking can have us angry at someone just because of a feeling that we have. You know, many people claim to have the gift of discernment, but what they really have is a spirit that has not been purged out by the word of God. But here's the thing, all of the spiritual gifts, to include the spirit of discernment or discerning of spirits, all work by love. And we have to always remember that. So if our spirit is, oh, we're always critical, or you just meet somebody for the first time, and, oh, I don't like her, something is wrong, it may be something is wrong with you. We have to bring our whole being to the altar and begin to ask God to kind of purify me. Lord, let me only see what you have me to see. Let me only think. Well, let me only think what you would have me to think. Our spirits have to be cleaned with the word of God. So we will not use our past or even our hopes for the present to judge a situation. Our judgment can't be righteous if we're not using the word of God. Our judgment can't be righteous if we haven't asked God to come in and clean our spirits. Some of us, we have to spend time on that altar, not just an hour or two hours, but it's over a period of time. You know, it's an ongoing thing that we have to pray and bring ourselves to the altar. If we are bitter, can't get along with people, angry, or grew up in an environment in which things never seemed to work out for us, we can carry those feelings into the gospel of Jesus Christ. Here's the thing. You know, they talk about garbage in, garbage out. We, whatever um, has impacted us or has influenced us, we bring that when we get saved. Just because we get saved doesn't mean all those things have gone away. What it means is that we have to begin to, again, a purge. We have to bring ourselves to the altar and begin to challenge those negative thoughts and feelings. We, sometimes we don't even realize it. But if our thoughts are not rooted in the Word of God, if you find yourself thinking negative, uh, talking about people, I'm sorry, um, feeling down, discouraged all the time. And, you know, look at what you're thinking. If you're always thinking negative thoughts, I always say if it were possible, I'm sorry, to carry a tape recorder around with us for at least about a day. A matter of fact, a day. What type of thoughts will be recorded on that tape recorder? Will there be thoughts of good thoughts? The Scripture says whatever things are lovely. Those are the things we should be thinking of. Or will there be negative thoughts? 
Will there be thoughts in which we're talking about people, running people down, or will there be thoughts saying that we're uplifting people or even ourselves? So, again, our thoughts have to be anchored by the word of God. Any comments or questions? Okay. The word of God says, to the pure, all things are pure. It tells us to pursue peace with all men. But when we have thoughts contrary to the word of God, we have to check ourselves. You see, the enemy desires to separate families, churches, etc., and he does this through wrong thinking. He knows that where two of us are gathered together in his name, he'll be there. So what does he do? He plants thoughts that we receive into our spirits that cause us to be separated. You see, it is our flesh that is the problem. The devil can't make us do anything. So when we say that saying, oh, the devil made me do it, no, the devil didn't make you do it. What it was, it was an unre- unrepentant heart. It was an unregenerate flesh, a flesh that has not been, we haven't put our flesh to death. That was what did it. Galatians 5 and 19 uh, talks about the works of the flesh. We have to put these thoughts, these ideas that are contrary to the word of God, we have to put them on a cross daily, okay, on a regular basis, because that's the only way that we're going to think properly. You know, when the word of God comes, it, 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 it filters through all of that other stuff that's in our spirit. And we want to have a clear uh, a stream. We want to have a stream, a filter um, that's not bogged down with negative thoughts or things that happen, past hurts and all that stuff. No, we want to have a stream that's pure, that's pure with the spirit of God. Galatians 5 and 19, you can go back and read it. Matthew 18 and 19, it says, Again, I say, if say to you, that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in the midst of them. So as I said before, thoughts, feelings, and behaviors are connected. So as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. When we trust God for thoughts, we will not be easily moved or impressed with our own thoughts. Some of us are so easily impressed with our own thoughts that when we get evidence contrary to our thoughts, we don't want to give it up. We don't want to change our mind, you know, and that's a problem. When we trust God for thoughts, we will not be easily moved or impressed with our own thoughts. When we understand that our thoughts are not always righteous, that our thoughts are not always true, the way we see things, you know, we can be thinking that somebody's a good person and they may not be because we're thinking that out of our own spirit. Well, the, the thing is, you want to get God's mind in how you should see a certain situation, how we should think about a certain situation, right? And everything, we have to seek the mind of God. How we think about relationships, our family, jobs, people, etc. We have to ask God to clean our spirits to, so that we can have a godly motive. What's a motive? Is a reason for doing something, basis or cause. Where do motives come from? They are learned and are manifested in our thoughts. Again, our thoughts impact our behavior. Any comments or questions? Wrong thoughts attack everyone. No one is exempt. You remember Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane? You know, we would look at, he said, I'll read it, Matthew 26. says, he went a little farther and fell on his face and prayed, saying, Oh, my Father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. Okay? He had he started out with wrong thoughts, but he began to think. He understood why God had him do, going through this process, and he quickly changed his thoughts. When we look at Moses, started out having some wrong thoughts. You know, Exodus 10 and 4, 
Moses' thoughts were so much that he said when God called him, then Moses said to the Lord, Please, Lord, I am not a man of words, eloquent, fluid, neither before nor since. You have spoken to your servant, for I am slow of speech and tongue. This is what Moses said. Why did Moses say this? Because this is how he viewed himself. This is what he thought. But that was the wrong thought because God had already had another thought concerning Moses. And But as soon as Moses began to take on God's thoughts, he didn't talk about him being slow of speech anymore. You know, he was able to go on and do what God called him to do. The reason why some of us can't do what God is calling us to do is because of our thoughts, those wrong thoughts about ourselves, wrong thoughts about our situation, and those wrong thoughts are holding us back. Again, just because you discern something or feel something doesn't mean you are correct. We have too many past hurts, negative thoughts, and experiences that are mixed in with the Word of God. That's why, again, our spirits have to be put on the altar in prayer. What is a thought? It's an idea or opinion, plan, picture that is informed in your mind. Proverbs 16:1-2 says, All the ways of a man are pure in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs the spirits. What is way? Way to hold in place. If we commit our works to the Lord, he will weigh or hold in place our motives and make sure that our work or thoughts are established. Established. What does it mean? To establish means to build, to settle in position. He will settle our thoughts in position. He will align our thoughts in position with his, and he will purify our motives once we commit, meaning once we be ask him, once we begin to include him in our thought process, he will do this. Let's commit our works to the Lord so that our thoughts can be established so our thoughts can be settled or established in the word of God. This will require us to humble ourselves or to be flexible. The mind of Christ, and I'm going to close with this, always provides for flexibility or grace. When we are using God's thoughts, we will extend grace to one another and to ourselves. We, will be, we won't be so quick to um, negatively um, run, talk bad about somebody, even ourselves. We won't continue to, uh, the word of God lets us know that Satan accuses the brethren. Sometimes we do this about ourselves, to ourselves, by the way we think. But when we, humble, when we are humble in our thoughts, our thoughts will be seasoned with grace. What do I mean, humble in our thoughts? When we are willing to, to admit, you know, the Lord, the way I thought about this was wrong. This is not right. This is not aligned with your word of God. When we admit that we don't know everything, that our thoughts could be wrong, that our thoughts, because of they're coming from our past and all that kind of stuff, may not necessarily be accurate, and we ask God, God, give me your thoughts, give me your mind in the matter, then we're humbling ourselves. And when we're humbling ourselves, we can be flexible. We can be, anytime we get new information, we're willing to change the way we're thinking. We will not be so quick, like I said, to talk negatively about other people or even ourselves. So we have to use God's thoughts, which are always found in the Word of God. Now I'm going to close. I'm going to just give you a few uh, scriptures. Proverbs 16, 1 and 3, you can take a look at that. It says, The preparation of the heart belongs to man, but the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. All the ways of a man are pure in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs the spirits. Commit your works to the Lord, and your thoughts will be established. Another scripture, well, Galatians 5 and 19. Take a look at the works of the flesh. Now, the works of the flesh are manifest, 
which are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envyings, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such like. Here's the thing. We do all of these things. All of these things start by the way we think. Our thought process starts all of these. So, again, ask the Lord, saints, to give you his thoughts. Be willing to yield your thoughts to his thoughts. You know, not, and when we do that, then our ways will be established. Are there any um, questions or comments? Well, praise God. This has been Personal Touch International Ministries Bible Study. Sister Arnetta, and um, you can find out more about us by logging onto our website at personaltouchinternationalministries.org. The website is actually being uh, under construction, so right now there won't be anything there, but you can um, find out how to um, reach us, um, to call us or email us, so you will be able to do that. But again, God bless you, and good night.